Hey guys, welcome back. Friday this time, episode 91 podcast. Sometimes life gets busy, so coming at you on a Friday. How are we doing? Doing well, doing well. Um, like I said, Friday, big, I mean, not say big, but a good weekend coming up. Can listen to it on the drive to the cabin, maybe, on the boat, giving you plenty of options and where to listen to the podcast. It's officially some, Memorial Day weekend. I know it's next weekend, but it's officially summer here. We got, uh, we're getting mm. high 80s next weekend for, for Wisconsin, at least. Okay. You just can't beat it. No, yeah, I, I really count summer as Memorial Weekend now as adults. Obviously, as kids, you have like another week or two weeks of school left. But as uh, that weekend as the start of summer and Labor Day, the end. So it's pretty, pretty easy. Yeah, unfortunately, you're lame as an adult. You don't get a summer. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, we got a draft in this, today's episode. We're doing our first redraft mock of the season. Uh, and then next week we're starting our, uh, division breakdowns. We'll go, uh, we do one episode a week in the off season. That'll take us about two months right into, uh, actual fantasy football season. Damn near. Yep. We'll just go over each, you know, fantasy relevant player for each team in that division for a week, kind of go over, you know, I think where we like the teams, their record. And we'll talk about probably our final rankings, uh, at least for the team-wise, um, and you know records and playoff teams, etc. Who will be the Mason Seahawks of this year? Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think it's Arizona right now. It has to be. But I don't know. There are rumors Kyler might be ready for after a month in, which I just don't know why you would rush him. If you're a cart. Go yeah, ahead. if you're a Cardinals fan, you have to be rooting for this to be a lost season. You get the number one pick and hope the Panthers are right there with you. Or the Texans, sorry. Oh, right yeah. There, right there with you with the number two pick. So this could you, be a <laughs> – If you can have the one and two, I, I don't know. I don't think you're going to trade Kyler. One, his value be what you want it to be. But you'd get a lot, and but you'd be able to get a lot more for that 101 for Caleb Williams. You can take Marvin Harrison at the 102, and I think they have, or they have two firsts next year, or even like in like three thirds. Like they're loaded with picks. Yeah, this will this will be a, a struggle bus for the next two years for the Cardinals, but it should be yeah. worth it if everything pl- plays out. For sure. We have our draft today. It was mine, so I wanted to make sure it's a little, you know, clarification. It is red flags in women. And, you know, we're both, uh, you know, we're both married. So I want to take it, you know, we're, we're single at this moment. Yep. And we are attracted to the person. You know, it's yep. not like, oh, we see this person grow. It's like, no, we're already attracted to them. We go on that first date. What are red flags that are coming up? And we kind of went not like, you know, some serious, but not like obvious ones. Like, oh, she's cheating with every guy she's back with. Like, that's just obvious. Right. Uh, so we kind of did like our own unique ones and you have the first pick. Yep. To preface, none are, none are meant to be, you know, none are meant to hurt people, hurt any feelings. Sorry if we do, but none, none of mine are that serious. No, so, I don't think I have any that are serious. I, I don't think there's a one-on-one. Uh, I so have one I'm, that I thought of instantly. So I, 
I, I have a clear tier break between my one, two, and three, and then the rest. So Okay. My I'm first gonna, one's I'm, more funny, but it's true. Okay. My first one is they expect you to pay for everything. Okay. Yep. So, whether you're dating, whether you're just whether you're just going out on dates, you're not dating yet. You go out to dinner, you go to the movies, you go do a, a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. It, the, obviously, the, the guy should pay for the first date no matter what. No ifs, yep. ands, or buts about it. After a couple dates here, you know, maybe she – if she doesn't even offer to pay for anything, that's kind of a red flag. And yeah. if, if, if you guys are dating, obviously, you're not sharing big accounts, nothing like that. If you're always constantly paying for everything, huge red flag. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's definitely a big one. It wasn't uh, – I only have – uh, seven on my list. It wasn't on it, but did think about it. If um, if I needed to come up with an extra one, that was kind of already in the back of my mind. Yeah, I only have seven too, so this will be a four round draft. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first one. It's just cringe. Um, I don't think it's really common up here in the north, but it's when they call their dad daddy. Wait, what? <laughs> like if they call like their father, you know, like actual, like you know, like hi, like hi, daddy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. As, adu- as adults, if I hear, if I go home to meet her parents on that third date or whatever it is, and they're like, "Daddy, this is my boyfriend." I'm like, "What?" There's I have not I, had. I haven't had much experience with that, but that's fucking hilarious. That is, crazy. I I never have, but like. I've seen like, you know, like there are things like on, you know, TV shows, movies where it's, you know, they say it and I'm just like, gross, ick, like that's a stepdad. And I've seen those movies. That was your um, 101. You, that you was my 101. That's you- just, like, that's an ick. That's just, we, that's just, that just throws out major red flags that you got issues. All right. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I never would have thought of that. Well, when you when she introduced her to her parents and she goes, "Daddy, this is Anthony," I would have been like, "All right, I'm dating a twelve year old." Like, right? And you're like, "I'm from again." <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Well, my number two is they're just too clingy. It, okay. If I'm if we're dating and we're hanging out and it's I, I come over to your house at noon and I leave by like eight o'clock. I have plans and she's whining and do every time doing whatever else. Oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Like, don't leave. Like we got to do everything together. Big red flag. You have your own okay. life too. We, we, we don't need to spend 24 seven with each other. Obviously we both live with our significant others. Now, even then, like if, if we're hanging out on Saturday, we've spent the whole day Saturday together. I'll I'll spend the the next day in the living room. She'll go do something outside or watch in t- bed a TV in bed. We don't spend every waking minute together, and obviously mm-hmm. that's important. Right. Yeah, I definitely again thought of it. Um, I kind of took you know, clinging can be like different mixture of things for me. That's why I kind of thought it was you know too broad at least for my for me to put on there because like. Um, you know, if they're like, oh, I miss you after I just saw them, like, all day. Like, I, I don't mind that, but it's definitely, like, oh, why can't we hang out? Like, that's kind of, like, the clingy that I don't like. Okay. Are you going to put right. an asterisk next to my next to my win if I win for being too broad? No, no, because, like, no, not at all. Because, like, that's, you know, people are just going to take it their own way, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, My next one is uh, rude to the waiter or wait, you know, just rude to the wait- waitress. Yeah, I'm gonna write rude to service industry workers. Does that, does that work? Fine. 
Yeah, okay. I just think I've been in the service industry, you know, just as a bartender a couple of times, you know, my wife has um, as a server and it's just insane. It's, it's insane how it's rude to these people just uh -huh. trying, to, trying to do their job. And if the food's late, it's not, it's not going to be on them most of the time. Like restaurants are busy. Like you're not the only one there. And it just shows that you are belittling someone for no reason. Yeah, even if the food is late and it was like this doesn't this didn't ruin your day that fucking much. I I hundred percent. I didn't write this down, and I'm mad that I didn't because that's a great pick. Yeah, and especially when people are mad that the food was bad and they bitch about it to the waitress. Waitress didn't make the damn food, right? She probably doesn't <laughs> even like it either. She just needs the check. Yeah, she just wants your, and you're probably gonna tip ten percent now. So right. Yeah, that, that, that is a great pick. That was worthy of a 101. Okay. Um, my third pick, I'm going to go with your friends don't like her. If, if, oh, you start yeah. dating, if you start dating a girl and you start bringing them around your friends and your friends just give nothing but bad, they get bad vibes, they tell yep. you reasons why they don't like her, huge, huge red flag. Because you know, obviously you like this girl, you're dating her. You, you're blind. You got goggles on. You like her. Your friends are from the outside perspective. They can see the whole picture happening. They can see what's going on. If your friends don't like a girl, yikes. Have you ever had that happen or no? Nope. Have you? Um, I know my kind of, you know, serious girlfriend in high school. Best friend, you know, Jack was dating her best friend. So it was kind of just like double dating. And then her other friend was dating their other friend. Um, and my ex and Jack kind of, they got along, but it was definitely more like she didn't like him. Okay. So it was kind of the opposite. And he, Jack was like, well, I've never done anything wrong to her. And so it was never like my friends didn't like, it was the opposite, which I think is kind of as important. Yeah. I was going to say that could be a pick too. That could be. That might get. That might go. That might get on here. We might. We might have to go five rounds now because we haven't taken each other's. No, I still have four on my list. Yep. I'm gonna go. Oh. I don't think you're gonna pick my next one, so I'm gonna say that for the fourth or fifth. I'm gonna go with honestly just a cigarette smoker. Oh, gross. Yep. Oh, uh, I didn't smoker. I didn't write that down, but I wouldn't even. You could be a. 10 out of 10, you could be the highest girl alive. If you smoke, you're a zero in my book. Gross. Yeah, and not even like weed, but at least weed isn't, you know, bad for you. The smell is, you know, it's mean, it's not great, but like cigarettes are, you're just, you're, oh, it's, ugh. That, that's more of the generations before us, not, not, so I know, I was now, about but... to say, we're now in the Peaky Blinders generation. You can't be smoking. <laughs> oh, that is, that's a great pick. Oh my God. That's, just, <laughs> what, what would you, you're already married, I'm already married. What would you do if Megan started smoking? I would literally probably take away cards, debit cards. She like, that way she cannot physically go and buy them. And if I ever saw her smoking one, I would take it and break it in front of her, and would literally just laugh at her and just make fun of her for doing it. <laughs> laugh at her, Jesus Christ! Like that's just gross. It's ugh. like my my three parents they do it. I hate it. Her parents don't, so she and she's very thankful for it. So it would just be like a, what are you doing? Like yeah. they grow up with it. I feel like ninety nine percent of our generation's parents used to smoke or still do. Probably. All right, that was a great pick. Uh, so I got one, two, three, four right in a row. I'm just gonna keep going down my list. Yep, same. They 
So no, pick number four, she doesn't let you have other friends that are girls. Okay. I, I, I get it. If there, there are some instances where if your significant other asks you, hey, can you not be friends with this girl? Fine. Well, for whatever reason, fine. But if I already have girl friends that friends that are girls, and I start dating you, and she's like, "Oh no, you can't see them anymore." What the fuck? Like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, I'm dating you. I don't. If I wanted to date my gir- other girlfriend, like, I would have already dated. I would have dated her. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, it's definitely fair. I kind of have the opposite one. Um, so I'll, I'll wait because clearly you're not going to pick it. Um, so yeah, I'll just go with, she doesn't like your friends. Yeah. She, so yeah, she doesn't like your friend. That, that's the, the opposite of mine. It's going to be, uh, interesting to see how people vote for this, but yeah. Yeah. Like again, you know, I, I, I pride myself on, you know, having a great core friend group. They would do anything for me. I would do anything for them. None of my friends are, you know, they're all successful in their own way, whether it's their career financially, like I have good friends and like, if the person I'm with doesn't like them, I'm, I'm dumping them. Cause like, yeah. there's no reason why they shouldn't. Like if I had people that were druggies in and out of jail, like, yeah, I'm hundred percent, but I don't have that. So right. me, that's a big one. I can't believe I didn't think of it. Yeah. Right they're away. not going to, yeah. They're not, not going to invite you guys to things. They're, they're going to realize that oh, we, we don't want Megan to come to things. So Mason's not going to get me. Right. That makes sense. All right, yeah, let's let's do five. I got one, two, three, four, five right in a row. I'm, I'm, so yeah, if uh, whoever loses this draft, you got nobody to blame but Euro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know Megan's a big uh, big culprit of this. Oh, Biggest oh. red flag in women oh, if they are never on time. <laughs> I hate. I know you're the same way. I hate if people aren't on time it means they don't value your time they don't budget their time well enough yeah why can't if you if you today's friday if you know on sunday you have to be somewhere at 11 a.m on sunday right now there's no fucking reason that you can't be on time for that right (laughs) so it just bugs me it's it's not the end of the world but it just bugs me when people are late to things yeah i definitely thought of that but i was like i don't know if i can put it because that is my wife's probably her (laughs) biggest flaw so I'm like, oh, maybe I don't put that on my list. I would um, rather arrive somewhere 30 minutes early and sit in my car for 20 minutes and then go oh, yeah. early rather than being late. Oh, yeah. Um, and my mom is the same way. She's always late. So I kind of just grown up with being late oh, when, I, when I'm with them. So, like, to me, well, like I still got on with life being late. I'll, yeah, it's annoying. I'll make dinner. Yeah, I'll make dinner plans with my mom, and she'll say, meet here at 6 o'clock. I'll get a text at 5.30 saying, we're already here, got a table. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I have three left because I added in the last one. Um, And all three, I think there are – they're just kind of meh. I'm going to go – and I think this is opposite for – I think – man, I, do I really want to have two opposites of you? I don't know. Um, oh, but what always on time? No, no, the <laughs> so I'm debating. I'm just, um, they hit you when they laugh. I've had that before. Oh, just awful. I literally, ne- I literally did not see that girl again because anytime like she would be laughing, she'd be like hitting me, and I didn't want to deal with it. So I have that one. 
constant social media posting. That's just annoying to me. And lastly, it's best friend as a guy. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I knew you wouldn't pick it because your your wife has a really close guy friend, Andy. Yeah. Um, and Juan. But for mm, man. I'm going to go with, I think in this day and age, I think the constant social media posting. Yeah, I, I agree. That if, if it was down to those three, that's probably what I would have picked. Yeah, I think it's just so, like, why, why does everyone need to know what you're doing? Like, unless you're literally paid to do it, like you're a legitimate influencer, um, you're, you know, your social media marketing for your career, like, that's one thing I get it. But your personal life, if you I don't care if you go to the gym at 10 a.m. I send it to my friends. I don't post it on the entire world. I don't I don't post every time I do a date night. Like why right. why do you need to do that? Like right. it just grinds my gears. And yeah, I, I could not Megan's not like that, thankfully, obviously, but I, I think I, I just I can't handle that stuff. Yeah, I'm just a ghost. I, I'm not on social media, but I just I don't post anything. I just like to see what other people are up to. Yeah. What were your other two that you had then? I had one left. I had never oh. does chores. <laughs> it's, it's Kate's Kate's not a culprit, but I know some people they they don't do shit around the house. Yeah. Kate, we divvy it up. I do more of the day to day things. She does the yeah. deep cleaning, which is fine. She doesn't she doesn't clean as often, but when she cleans, she's scrubbing toilets. She's doing floors. She she's sweeping, mopping. You know, getting every all I all I do every day is I do we do our own own laundry, but. I do my laundry and I do the dishes and clean the sink and the countertops. I do that almost every day and that's fine. That works for us. I work for home from home, not a big deal. But yeah. I fucking hate vacuuming, hate mopping, hate bathrooms. She she deep cleans like once every week, once every two weeks, and that works for us. So Yeah, that's definitely how we have it too. I'm the day to day. She's the deep clean. But I enjoy vacuuming um, dishes. I just listen to a podcast while I'm doing those kind of uh, you know things. But bathroom stuff. I don't make a mess in the bathroom, like with my makeup being left over on the countertop. So I'm not cleaning it up. Right. So that's kind of Megan's big thing that she does for cleaning. Right. All right. Go ahead and join this mock draft while I recap draft here. So I have expecting you, biggest red flags in women. I have expecting you to pay for everything, too clingy. Your friends don't like her. She doesn't let you have other friends that are girls, and she is never on time. And Mason's is calling their father daddy. <laughs> you, might get, you might just get some hilarious votes that just it's laugh. true. The, the rude to service industry workers, which is a, a easily a one one in my book. Uh, cigarette smokers. She doesn't like your friends and the constant social media posting. This, this is even this Steven. Is huh? This isn't even Steven. We've had even Steven drafts the last two weeks. And I think this is the closest one going into it out of those last three weeks. Yeah, I mean, if I lose, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be salty. Yeah. It's just a two heavyweights going at it this draft. <laughs> so the draft is it? Twelve people? It is. I did do a twelve team. Okay. What? Okay. So you're six. So I'll go. I'll go three. Okay. So we're well, doing redraft maybe. mock full PPR twelve team. Uh, I don't know. We'll go 12, 13 rounds. We'll get our full lineup in, and then we'll go some uh, go some bench spots. We're not going to go too deep because, you know, we still got a lot of offseason left. But, uh, I mean, I at this point, I haven't done many redraft mocks. I'm just going to let the draft take me where it takes me, and we're going to go from there. 
Yeah, I think I did one a while ago. But other than that, I've just done a couple dynasty and then a lot more rookie drafts. Um, so yeah, this will be my second one, I think. All right. Oof. You are on. You are on the clock, and it's CMC and Justin Jefferson went, and you're up, and I. I don't know. I there's there's an there's not an easy choice for me. No, there's really not. Um, so the next four available: Chase, Taylor, Eckler, and Cup. You know, I went with Chase last year at the 106, and he was great. You know, he got injured. Um, he's the he's the true alpha on his team. He sees the most targets. If he's healthy, he in his rookie season he was wide receiver five. So that's a great option. Jonathan Taylor, some red flags, obviously, with the injury last year, um, that now they have a mobile running quarterback who's going to take goal line opportunities. So I think Taylor I'm going to pass on. It's really between um, Chase, Eckler, and Cup. Um, and, you know, last year I went very, very wide receiver heavy, and my RBs killed me. So I think just for right now, and, again, not knowing kind of how – and, you know, ADPs, I'm just going to try and get my running back, Austin Eckler. They didn't address the running back needs in the offseason with the draft, free agency. They're bringing in a new great uh, I'm going to take Austin Eckler. Okay. And, yes, the guy I wanted is there at the 106 for me. If I was in your position, I would have gone Cooper Cup at the 103. Yeah, he, he was probably he, my next option. Yep. People are quick to forget the wide receiver one season he had in 2021. He, was, he still finished as a wide receiver two last year, playing nine fucking games. Yeah. If, if Cup is healthy and Stafford is healthy, locked in top five wide receiver, and I am glad to start my draft off that way. Yeah, he is, it was probably Cooper Cup, secondly, just because there are no other options for them to for, for passing the ball. They have Van Jefferson, gross. They have Higby, gross. Like, they took a receiver in, what, the fifth round? Like, it's it, he will see 160 targets minimum. Yep. Uh, this year, we're starting to see QBs taken higher. Last year, Allen went back to the second round. Mahomes went third round. Uh, both of those guys, neither of those guys made it back to me. Uh, so, uh, you know, obviously we're seeing that positional advantage. Uh, Mahomes outscored Geno Smith, Smith, who was, was the wide, or the QB six last year, by over 100 points. Yeah. So that, that, that's a huge positional advantage. So I don't fault people for taking quarterbacks in the second round at all. Uh, next available. So I got my wide receiver one, uh, next three, next four available, uh, Najee, Josh Jacobs, Jalen Waddle, Amon Ra. I like two. Uh, I like three out of the four. I do too. And I'm going to ride the hot hand. Nothing changed on that Raiders offense from, uh, except for the quarterback play. And, you know, I think it was a lateral move. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't see much changing in that offense. So I'm going to take my running back one and Josh Jacobs. Yep. All right. Hurts, Waddle, go. And, oof. Hmm. So my next available, Najee, Amonra, Higgins, and ETN. Um, I'm out on Higgins. I don't really want my my first wide receiver to be an automatic wide receiver two on his team. Um, he doesn't have the ceiling. He does not have the capability of being a top five guy, um, probably even a top ten, honestly. I mean, he could be number ten. I, I think he could be number ten. Um, he was, you know, 17 and seven – or 18, 24 the last two years but he's missed a couple games. Um, so I'm really looking at Najee and Amon Ra. And seeing what's afterwards, I got ETN and Brees Hall coming up with only four picks after. So I'm going to try and get a true wide receiver one alpha and Amon Ra. I think with Jameson Williams being out for six weeks, they don't have Hawkinson anymore. 
he's going to see 10 targets a game those yeah. first six weeks. Get an early dominance from him, and it's just it's going to uh, play out. So I'm going to go Amon Ra. Yeah, that's, that would have been the easy pick for me there, Damn too. It, uh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne went three of the next four picks, and Mason is back on the clock. Did yes, I out. am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was not. Good thing you got Eckler. Good thing. Oh, I own 100%. Um, so, I'm not up after this for a long, long time. And, you know, there are a lot of wide receivers that I still like late. Running backs, they go early. There are some that I like in that dead zone. But I'm going to go with my hot take, the RB1. It's uh, technically a stretch for his ADP right now. But let me get my two-headed monster at running back, and let me get Tony Pollard. Well, you are high on top of Tony Pollard this year. I am. I think the OC that they brought in, is a, he's a run, run, run guy. McCarthy wants to run the ball. There's no one even close to him to, t- to get a lot of targets besides Ronald Jones and a 5'5 rookie. They have a good offensive line. They're going to be playing ahead a lot. I love Tony Pollard. All right. Uh, so this is interesting. This I'm, I'm going to go a route that I normally wouldn't do, and I'm going to see how it pans out for me. Cause, yeah. It, it's a mock draft. Obviously, if you mock how you were going to mock, how are you going to take every, your team every time? What's the point of it? So, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Andrews is the next best available, and I will go Andrews. Uh, passing up on Burrow, Mixon, Ken Walker, who people are super down on now. Uh, DK Metcalf. I if I was if this was my team in August, I probably would have gone Metcalf here, but uh, I'm going to take Mark Andrews, get that tight end positional advantage, and see how it works out for me. Are you surprised that Walker's still going this early? Uh, I, I, I'm kind of surprised to see his ADP still at the middle of the third. I am too, just because he's not a pass catching back. And okay. obviously, Charbonnet is going to get 120, 130 opportunities. So mm-hmm. uh, let's see here. Uh, so I my team so far is Cooper Cup, Josh Jacobs, Mark Andrews. I got th- I got uh, three guys. So I'm not if I take a quarterback early. I'm not taking a tight end early. I'm waiting until the later rounds. So it's the same thing for tight end. I took Mark Andrews early. Early. Justin Herbert is still is right on the board, next available. I can't do that. You're losing out on too much depth, positional depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you, you play two flex, three flex, super flex, whatever it may be. But uh, So next available, I'm, re- I'm not looking at quarterbacks or tight ends. Next available is Devonta Smith, Terry McLaurin, uh, Javante Williams, who I'm personally out on it for a redraft until <laughs> – Maybe fifth, sixth round, but I don't think he's going to fall that far. Yeah. Uh, Pittman, Evans, and Chris Olave is down there at 52. Uh, so I'm deciding between Olave and Devonta Smith. One's a, one's a wide receiver one on their team. One's a wide receiver two, but could easily put up top 12 numbers. So And a much better offense and that, so you, that we've seen at least. Right. So you really can't go wrong here. So I'm going to take the better, the better player, in my opinion, who's going to see the more targets in Chris Olave. Damn it! I was hoping he'd get. <laughs> uh, he was he was far down there. I just scroll a little bit, but I'm glad. I know. I was hoping you weren't going to see him. So, and uh, you know, Devonta Smith is still there for me. Scary Terry. I already have two running backs, so I'm not going to go an injured one. Devonte Pittman. Uh, I still like him, but I'm nervous with the quarterback. Deep balls. I think he's going to be more of like that Mike Williams type guy this year, uh, with Anthony Richardson, uh, Mike Evans. Very, he's very, very safe, but he's going on with Baker. Fields, I'm not high on. Camara, God, no. Pitts, no. Um, 
I really wanted Olave, so I'm going to get the best receiver that I think is available. And I think that is Devonta Smith. No, I know he can't be the alpha on his team, but he's done it as a as a rookie and a second-year guy. Um, and I, I just think he's just a really good player who can win you a week or two and be pretty consistent. Boom. So Mason's got two running backs, two receivers here. So he's he's filling up his depth right now at those positions. Yep, and the next four that go are Fields, Javante, Lamar, and James Conner. So I'm looking at Scary Terry, who I love as my wide receiver three, your first flex. You talk about Mr. Consistent. He's been wide receiver 14, 25, 20, 29, um, and he's had no quarterbacks. He has another no quarterback, but he at least has the OC from the Keith, Eric Bahemini, Bahemini, whatever, to come over. Um, I think he's a very safe guy, and but – there are a couple other guys that I like, and I like a running back a lot. I could fill up my running back for a long time. I don't need to take him anymore, and that is Miles Sanders. Yeah, I I didn't know if you were going to scroll all the way down there and see him, but I at the 5-6 here, he would have been in strong consideration for me as my every 2 Yeah, and now I'm set with running backs. I don't have to take one until late or if there's one that just slips to me. So I'm I'm not taking a quarterback here, but I just wanted to hit on them real quick. In the fifth round here, we've already seen uh, Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, Burrow, uh, Herbert, Fields, and Lamar Jackson go. Uh, next to us available are Lawrence, Prescott, and Murray. We we're we're both on the same boat. Just as as you know, together, if we don't take a quarterback early, there's not that big of a difference between Trevor Lawrence, best available, and you scroll all the way down ten quarterbacks later to Aaron Rodgers, who you could yeah. get one of your last picks. So if you don't take a quarterback early, get that positional advantage, there's no reason you should be taking guys like Dak, Kyler Murray, Tua in those middle rounds when you can fill your depth, fill out your roster, and get an Aaron Rodgers who could outperform these guys anyway. Yeah. I do think Trevor Lawrence is that last top tier um, just because he does have some rushing ability. You know, not a lot, but he he's a big guy. He had um, – 300 rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns. Like, he's a big guy, 6'6". They like him on the goal line. Um, that's probably my last top guy that I would take in these top five rounds. Okay. Uh, so, next best available, I'm looking at receiver and running back here. Uh, it's Pittman, Evans, Kamara, who I'm scared. I, I already have a lot of age, so I'm, I'm not going to take him, but I'm scared with the suspension looming. And they just drafted Kendra Miller, who's going to hopefully fill out some of that role. Yep. Uh, Godwin, Judy, Mike Evans, and J.K. Dobbins, who I'm very going back and much going back and forth on because I would love him as a running back too, but I do have Mark Andrews already. I don't like stacking unless it's a quarterback receiver or quarterback tight end. Uh, But I'm not super high on the receivers around this area, so I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins as my my RB2 here. Okay. Uh, So... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's oh. tough. I, I don't know what the what the Bucks offense is going to look like. Yeah, if, if Brady was still there, it would have been a no doubter. If Mike Evans or Chris Godwin there, yeah. Uh, so I am back on the clock here. Calvin Ridley, Trevor Lawrence, Hollywood Brown, Tyler Lockett, Christian Watson is interesting here. Uh, so my team so far, I have a pair of running backs and Josh Jacobs, J.K. Dobbins, a pair of wide receivers and Cooper Cup and Chris Olave, and a tight end in Mark Andrews. So. I'm I got I got two. We're, we're we're mocking with three flex here. Uh, that's how kind of we've you know we we've gotten rid of defense. We've gotten rid of kicker. We just like having more people out of our bench and into our lineup. So I'm looking to fill the wide receiver here. 
and I'm still assuming that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be gone from the Cardinals. I'm going to take okay. Hollywood, I'm going to take Hollywood Brown here, even with Colt McCoy that or uh, <sighs> who, was, who was the QB three last year when Colt McCoy is out. Hopkins, wow. he, yeah, Hopkins was still putting up double digit targets again, yeah. double digit catches. I mean, the wide receiver one on this team is gonna is gonna eat no matter what. And I am pissed because after that was the guy I wanted and Christian Watson and then Isaiah Pacheco. I would have loved to have a wide receiver, a team's wide receiver one as my wide receiver three. Because um, the next ones are Ridley, Lockett, Ayuk, and Kirk. Ridley and Kirk, one of those guys will be, will be wide receiver one. But I don't know who it is. And I'm scared to take Ridley. I'd, it'd be, I, I, I wouldn't mind taking Kirk. But not with Ridley coming back. Though, yeah, those guys are just going to be leeches for each other all year. I don't think, and I don't think anybody in Jacksonville is going to touch a top twenty finish. But yeah, so now I'm kind of just stuck. I really don't like any of these available guys right now. Well, what about Trevor uh, Lawrence? What's your thought process with him? Right I here? do like Trevor Lawrence. Um, I do like him. I think he has top six upside. He was the QB eight last year. Um, and he only threw, and he only threw for twenty five touchdowns. Like. If he bumps it up to 31, which is very doable, he's top five. So I do like Trevor Lawrence. And since there's – I don't mind Lockett, but, again, how is JSN going to be, you know, acclimated to this offense? He's – you know, Lockett's done it. Third wide receiver 13, 15, 8, 13, and 17 his last five years. But with taking JSN, he's losing targets. Him and DK both will be. So I don't really want a possible wide receiver three as my third wide receiver – um, so I probably will go Trevor Lawrence. I don't, I'm not, I don't have, I'm not happy about the pick, but I know that I will get a top five, most likely top seven quarterback. Sure. I Makes don't love sense. the pick, but I did not like anyone else around. Yeah. Unless you have really started to reach for guys, but Tyler Lockett went right next to you. Would you have taken uh Lockett with a seven, three? Um, seeing on who's available, <laughs> God, this is a terrible spot to be. These rounds are terrible. Um, I probably would have because he's probably, you know, 80 targets, maybe, you know, maybe 90. He'll probably see 80 to 90, which is still a good amount of volume. Um, and this offense seems like it knows what it's doing. Um, I had them in my hot take winning the NFC West. So I, I still would have thought about it. Um, if the Niners, if I knew what their quarterback situation was like, Ayuk is kind of up there. But I'm going to scroll down, and I'm going to go to Traylon Burks. Are you um, fucking kidding me? He's a wide receiver <laughs> one on his team. Uh, so he's going to see targets, um, and that's all you can ask for is just volume. He was the, he was a guy I was about to target in the eighth round, how far down he was. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> I, I would love – yeah, I would love uh, Traylon Burks with the seventh pick. But uh, all right. Well, fuck you. We got Christian, <laughs> Christian Kirk. I've had so many guys taken right before me that I wanted, so ha-ha. Uh, I know. Yeah, Burks, Ayuk, Ridley all went before me. I would have considered all of them in that spot, but uh, I'm going to go with an RB1 on his team. I uh, saw 58 targets last year, splitting at 50-50 with Leonard Fournette. Uh, Rashad White, cle- they, they didn't add anybody in the offseason. They picked a guy up after the draft. Was it Zach Evans, I believe? Yeah, and a lot of people liked liked him coming out of college. I think he had was he the guy that had the injury kind of late, or is that yeah. someone? Else? Yeah, 
Uh, so you're thinking of Tajay Spears on a Titans. He, no, no, I'm not thinking. No, I know Spears. Okay. Um, so then, yeah, he, he, I forget what the injury was, but it came out after the or before, right before the draft that he had an undisclosed injury, and that's why he went undrafted. But uh, for my RB three, I'm going to go Rashad White. Hopefully, he catches seventy of his eighty-five targets here. All right. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Dak went. Wide receivers are going. Pat Fryermuth's going. A couple of running backs. And I am back on the clock. Hey, old reliable. I was going to say, if you didn't have a tight end, old reliable Ingram's there. Old, old reliable. Evan Ingram in the eighth round is not a terrible value. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but best available quarterbacks are still Kyler Murray, Tua, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. I, I'm still in the eighth round. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not giving up wide receiver running back depth to take a quarterback and a tight end in my first eight picks. Hey, uh, next time we do this, do you want to make sure to include rookies, buddy? Oh my bad, I didn't even realize that. I was like, where did no, Bijan go? No, Jameer. Oh, the, the Jameer Gibbs and Bijan Robinson are 107 and 108 all the way down here. They're in here. I just don't know why the. Sleeper... Oh, okay. Okay. So, so we just okay. So don't take any rookies then. Oh, okay. Good deal. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were about to get to him. Yeah, uh, so, no no taking rookies. Best available running backs, Algier, Gibson, Jamal Williams, Khalil Herbert, all gross. I already have three running backs. Uh, so I'm really only looking at the receiver position here. It's Brandon Cooks, who is a wide receiver two on Dallas, means nothing in my opinion. It's CeeDee Lamb and still nobody else in Dallas. Uh, Kadarius Tony, who could be the wide receiver one in Kansas City. Who the fuck knows? Uh, Rashad Bateman, gross. Darnell Mooney coming off the injury now. Wide receiver two, gross. And we're, now we're getting down to Adam Thielen in Carolina. So I'm going to shoot my shot in the eighth round with Kadarius Tony and hope he's, okay. hope he's wide receiver one on this team. Yep. So I still do need a tight end. Um, I do have Lawrence um, as my quarterback. So that stack wouldn't be terrible. Team two will probably take him with his next two picks if I don't. But the other tight ends that are available, Ninjoku, Knox, who I don't love. I don't mind. I I, I like Komet. Um, yeah, obviously, Kincaid, but we've said we're not taking tight ends. But I do like Greg Dulcich later on. Uh, so I'm not going to take Ingram. I just think, again, they added Calvin Ridley. Um, and who who's, who's going to take away targets from him, from Kirk, from Zay Jones? Like Evan Ingram's not going to see 100 targets again. And that's what really got him. And he only had – he had the end of the season that really saved him. So I don't love Evan Ingram. Um, I'm going to take a wide receiver, a veteran guy. He just got paid a good amount of money for Carolina. He's going to be Mr. Reliable for them. And that's, and that's Adam Thielen. It's not a sexy pick, but at this moment, he's probably their wide receiver one. He's done it for a long time. Uh, so I'm going to take Adam Thielen. Yeah, I mean, it just scares me with Bryce Young. I don't, I don't expect him to throw for more than 3,000 yards in year one. They have Hayden Hurst, DJ Chark, Miles Sanders. They're all catch the ball too. I don't. If Thielen puts up Thielen numbers, you have to be happy with that. Seven hundred yeah. and four and touchdowns. I, and I think he could have good for first couple of weeks, um, where you know the where the rookie receiver Mingo is still kind of getting into his own, um, and before he kind of flourishes. And then I think he could be a decent trade target. I did forget that I had already a Panther, so that's not fun. Um, but it's the wide receiver one on his team. True. All right. So Ingram, Algier, Mooney, and Bateman did go next. Uh, Jamal Williams is there. I think he's, I think he's a good pick, but God, all these rookies are here. It's going to be annoying to sort through them. I know. Um, uh, but I'm going to scroll down to pick 114. 
to Dotson. Um, Motherfucker, you took Burks and Dotson from me. <laughs> I know. I, 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 like I said, I like Terry McLaurin, but if I can get Dotson, what, six rounds later? That's a steal, in my opinion, compared to where uh, Gary Terry was going. I think Dotson's going to have a great second year. He's not going to like the world on fire and be a wide receiver one, but he could be that borderline early wide receiver three, late wide receiver two, I think. Yeah, that that definitely would have been my next pick. He was he probably would have slipped to me. Uh, so now I let's see. I I still need quarterback position to be filled, but I'm still waiting. I mean, we just filled out our our rosters. Uh, I'm gonna still take wide receiver depth here, and mm-hmm. our going past the rookies next available are Jameson Williams, Alan Lazard, Elijah Moore, and Allen Robinson. I think I know uh, what you're gonna do. I, who, who am I gonna go? I think you're gonna go Lazard, and then next round go Rogers. Get a good, get a stack. I am going Lazard, and, and <laughs> I am hoping to God. I'm not, take, I'm not taking Rogers yet, but I'm hoping to God he makes it back. To oh, I'm so smart. I, I'm the one six, and I I am targeting Rogers in those late rounds. So Alan Lazard, she should be the wide receiver two on his team. Yeah, he still, he still should see a thousand yards from Aaron Rodgers. It'll be fine. So let's see. If Ka- Ka- yeah, what a freaking steal, man! So that that's the that's the rough part about uh, about drafting with computers. Someone took Dak in the seventh and Kyler in the ninth. Uh, the only teams that don't have a quarterback yet in, in twelve team is Team Twelve, uh, my team at Team Six, and Team Four. So theoretically, in a one quarterback league. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, next four available. I should get Rodgers. I'm going to pass on him, on him in the 10th round. I should, get him, I should get him in either the 11th or 12th. Uh, I'll be pretty salty if I don't. But yeah. uh, running backs, best available, Rashad Penny, Alexander Madison, Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt. Uh, none of these guys really. We just got news today saying of a beat writer in Denver saying Samaj P. Ryan's going to have a significant role in Denver offense. That's mm-hmm. just smoke. I, I don't believe that at all. I think he, I think he will. He's the RB two. I think they're going to ease in Javante, and we saw we've seen P. Ryan be a good pass catching back. Um, he's more of he's going to help you right away than later on. I, I do think P. Ryan is a great late round pick. Yeah, but with Sean Payton, Sean Payton doesn't do the 50-50 shit. Well, knows Kamara and Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was just a net on third downs and random asses. He was just a more of a nuisance to Kamara than anything. Uh, I don't know about that. I think if we went back and searched, I think we'd be kind of surprised on how well Mark Ingram actually did. Uh, well, you go do that if you want to, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the wide receiver two for this team. I'm a big believer in Deshaun Watson getting back closer to his form he was before uh, on the Texans. Obviously, he's having a full – he came off the suspension last year. He shit the bed almost every single game. He looked like fucking – He looked terrible. He, he looked terrible. I, I was trying to – Zach Wilson. I was trying to think of a <laughs> such a bad quarterback comparison. Yeah. But. I'm taking Elijah Moore, hoping he gets to those seven, eight hundred yards, and it's a more of a passing offense when we saw Houston. And I did want Cole Komet because I still need my tight end. Um, I, and I'm so what I'm looking at here. I already have my quarterback, so I'm not going to take Wilson, Cousins, or Rogers from you, even though it'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> but I am, you know, again, this is right now. This is May 19th. Rumors are Cook will not be with the Vikings. If that is true. And you get Madison at this moment, the what round are we? Eleventh round, tenth round. 
That's a steal. That's what I'm going to do. He's my fourth running back. Um, and if he, if Cook is gone, he'll be going in the sixth round, sixth to seventh round probably. So I'm going to take him again, banking on all the rumors being true with Cook being gone. If well, so, we'll go twelve rounds. We'll go two more rounds. If Cook is gone, Madison will not see the sixth round. He, he was so productive every game. Cook is out. He'll be going in the fourth, fifth round in that normal. He could. Round. He could. Um, all right. So I'm up next. I do need a tight end. Oh God, I keep seeing the rookies. So tight ends that are available are Zach Ertz, uh, two rookies, the Tennessee tight end, um, and then Greg Dulcich, who I think Dulcich should be able to get back to me next round. So I'm not going to take him. I'm – God, I don't even know who to pick now. <sighs> Just because they're all these rookies at the screws. I Every team is taking two quarterbacks now, which is annoying. I know. So I have one, two, three, four. I have five wide receivers and four running backs. Um, and one might be a backup. So just for, you know, shits and giggles – I'm going to scroll down to P. Ryan. We just talked about him. I think early on he could be a great guy. And and I don't know their schedule early on. I haven't done that research yet. But I think P. Ryan is going to be the RB1 on this team for at least the first month for sure. And then afterwards, I think it'll still be a 50-50, 60-40 time share. Um, so I will take P. Ryan just for depth at the running back spot. I like my wide receivers. And, again, none of these rookies were in this draft, so – Take that into consideration as well with our team. Yeah, we'll do more redraft, redraft max with uh, with rookies in it. But I so th- this is a perfect example. Oh. Let's just say all the quarterbacks are gone. You waited too long. Rod- Rogers went. So now I'm left with Trey Lance, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Daniel Jones, Geno Stroud, Smith. So now my last two picks. Let's just say my, all my depth is filled is filled out. I just need quarterback. I'm gonna take first off. Anthony Richardson for upside. He's not going to start week one. He's not going to probably not going to start week three, four, five, six. But once he gets going, I am hoping for a Lamar Jackson type rusher. Oof. I I hope he ru- Oh my god! I hope he rushes for six, seven, eight hundred yards this year, and I can just solely rely on his rushing ability and maybe throw for 150 yards a game and a touchdown. Uh, so Trey Lance, Bryce Young, Daniel Jones. Some people are taking three quarterbacks at this point, <laughs> which which is it, which is not realistic. But uh, so now I'm back on the clock. This is the last round of the draft. I am taking my starters for week starter now. Quarterback starter for weeks one through however long it takes Anthony Richardson to get acclimated to the offense. And be, both these guys are great be, options. Be, be a true uh, true QB one. And I'm deciding between Jared Goff and Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geno Smith finished as a QB six last year. Goff was top ten. I, don't quote me on that, but I, I know he finished right around the eight to ten eight, eight, ten range. Uh, you really Goff was ten. You really can't go wrong with either of these guys. Uh, so I'm going to take the guy who I believe in will pass for more yards. Uh, I compare these offenses pretty similar, so I'm going to go with Geno Smith. Okay. All right, and my tight end is still on the clock. Um, and, you know, there are quarterbacks. You know, Goff is still there. Jordan Love, Derek Carr, and Stafford are still there. Like, again, they're not sexy picks. Carr is a consistent early QB2. Stafford, he played in his last full season. He was the QB5. Um, Jordan Love is a starting quarterback in this league. And he'll probably finish as a QB15 to 17. Again, you don't love it. But 
you didn't have to waste a top pick to get a quarterback like a Dak Prescott, who could be a QB nine. Right. Um, and then again, you still have golf, but I, I need a tight end since we're only doing 12 rounds and I'll fill out my squad. And I'm going to go with Greg Dulcich out of Denver. I think the offense is going to be better. Um, and he's just going to play a vital role in it. I think Russell Wilson likes him a lot. Payne has had guys like Jimmy Graham be very, very fantasy relevant. I believe tight end one back in the day. Um, so I'm going to take Greg Dulcich as my tight end. If Chig was on the, on the clock, the tight end for the Titans, for people who don't know, would you have taken him knowing you have Traylon Burks on your roster? No, and that's the only reason why I wouldn't have. Just having two pass catchers on that probably horrific passing offense does not sit well with me. So I would not have taken him. All right. So roster after 12 rounds, 12-man uh, league, my final roster is Geno Smith, Josh Jacobs, J.K. Dobbins, Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown, Rashad White, Kadarius Toney with a bench of Alan Lazard, Elijah Moore, and Anthony Richardson. First, initial thoughts are I don't love my flex two, flex three, and my depth as much. Uh, I Obviously, I took Mark Andrews. Let's see. I, I took Mark Andrews round three, and I passed up on Ken Walker, DeAndre Swift, Ramondre, DK, Garrett Wilson. I probably would have gone Garrett Wilson if it was – August and you know I was filling out my roster, but yeah, uh, obviously if you take that positional advantage tight end, just know you're losing it out, out on some depth. Uh, you know, and I'm glad I waited this long to take a quarterback because yeah, I, <laughs> that depth would have been horrendous. I only have three running backs, so I'm I'm probably waiting till after this draft is over, hitting the waivers right away, trying to see if I can get any RB twos on some teams, just it or take some handcuffs in case someone might mm-hmm. start to hurt. Yep. So my team, I kind of went my normal approach on taking QBs and tight ends late. So my depth, I, I or my my main starters, I do really like. But I got Trevor Lawrence, Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard, Amonara St. Brown, Devonta Smith, Greg Dulcich, Miles Sanders, Traylon Burks, Adam Thielen, um, Watson, Alexander Madison, and Samaje P. Ryan. Um, so my my starters, I really do enjoy. Um, with Eckler and Pollard, I think both could be our top five RBs. Uh, Miles Sanders could be an RB12 this year. Um, so I'm pretty happy with those. My receivers, they're more just safe guys. I don't think any of them will be a top five guy, but they could all my, – my top three could finish between that wide receiver eight and wide receiver 20. Um, and that's with a huge upside for Traylon Hurts. But all in all, I do like my team. I don't think it's a – a championship team obviously 12 man teams they never look as great as 10 mans but i do like my team um and, and exactly with the put with the plus side of alexander madison and dotson i think really completes it too yeah you don't win your uh don't win your league at the draft so it you know obviously trade trades are a big part of it waivers are a big part of it pay attention mm-hmm. yeah. team one's team is booty teams two <laughs> team two is booty I, oh, I like teams too. And besides, besides Zeke and Rashad Bateman, team two's got a squad: Fields, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, Jefferson, Lockett, Ingram, and James. I like James Conner this year too. I don't mind James Conner, but I don't. I just don't love Lockett as my wide receiver two, and then Bateman's your wide receiver three. I just don't love the depth. The RBs are good. The three running backs are really good. He's got the big hitter in Jefferson, and I just don't love Ingram. But I mean, team two is better than team one. Team four. Um, I mean, just stacked at receivers. They have her or Chase, Waddle, Debo, and Ayuk, which isn't great, obviously, but 
I mean, I, it, it's, it looks better when you hear the names. Kind of fading team two. Or team four, excuse me. Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, Debo or Ayuk, but... Uh, team team five. Team five is pretty is pretty solid. Hurts, Henry, Gibson, Allen, McLaurin, Kittle, Watson, Ridley, and Cooks. I mean, that's a that's a solid team and lineup. Um, Gibson. Rumors are that he might be the main guy again. If that's true, this is a home run team. If it's not, then he's going to be relying a lot on receivers, um, but uh, quarterback and possibly tight end. Uh, team seven. Team seven solid. I like team seven too. Mahomes, JT, Walker, Amari Cooper, and Pittman. Two, you know, Cooper can be a really a top ten receiver again. Darren Waller, I love his upside. Monty's a good RB three. Kirk and then Knox, and then he has Jameson Williams and Kareem Hunt coming off of, of the suspension. Team eight. Um, hmm. I get gross. Running backs: Brian Robinson, Elijah <laughs> Mitchell. Gross. Yeah, very, very gross. But AJ Brown, DJ Moore, Travis Kelsey, Mike Evans, Drake London, Cortland Sutton, with having Joe Burrow. That's the nice part. It's the um, definition of going zero RB. Yeah, they waited till the eighth and ninth round to get RBs. Uh, team nine already RBs hate with Mixon and Fournette. Um, and they drafted the QB, the QB and, and tight end in the first four rounds. So that's that's really going to take a hit on your depth. So don't like Team 9. Team 10. Team 10 might be the best that I've seen. We'll take out Gibbs and put in Renfro. Prescott is solid. Nick Chubb should be really good. Swift has good upside. Diggs is fine. Hopkins right now on Arizona is great. He'll be great no matter where he goes. Pat, a solid tight end. Williams should be fine. Damian Pierce is a starting running back. And then, like we said, Hunter Renfro, whatever. I think that's probably the better, one of the better teams I've seen so far. What are your thoughts? Yeah, t- top to bottom, I would agree. Uh, I think Swift will be better than people think in Philly. I, I think he's taking over the Miles Sanders role, and I think he's a better pass catcher. Obviously, it's a big what if if he can stay on the field. Mm-hmm. The next team, uh, they got Tua, Dalvin Cook, Ramondre, Adams, Judy, Goddard, Jones, Juju, my that's a squad. I like the team. I, I really do. They got, you know, they're for, they take out Tua because I, I just don't care for Tua. But Cook, Ramondre, and Adams and Jones could be RB and wide receiver one. So top 12 um, or better. Judy has big upside. I do like him. Juju's the number one on his team. Michael Thomas, if he can stay healthy, will is safe, could be safe. Uh, it's a safe tight end. So I like that team. In Team 12, okay, they have a rookie quarterback. So that's <laughs> um, Saquon, Alvin, CD, DK, Njoku, Wilson, Akers, Dylan. Besides Kamara, this this that's a squad. I know, and it's I, I love drafting either 1, 2, 3, or 10, 11, 12. I love being yeah. on the turn. Usually that's where I see the most success in my leagues. Uh, I, I drafted the 1-6 today. I don't love my team, but yeah, Team 12's got a squad. Yeah, I mean, a top five RB, a top five receiver, two of them technically. DK is a top 10. Akers and Dylan are going to be in games. Like, they're going to get touches. Um, Cam Akers is the RB1 on the Rams. AJ Dylan, the running backs coach, has come out and said he's going to see a bigger role. We'll see if that's true. And, and Joku has a possible upside at quarterback with Watson. So, yeah, that might be the probably 12 is, again, one of the top four teams, I'd say. But I just want, yeah. to, just want to go over. Yeah, I, I would. Oh, so recapping, I would give my squad 
probably a B minus. I just don't love my depth, and you know, obviously, I waited too long for quarterbacks, so mm-hmm. not yeah, one of the top I, teams. Yeah, I do like my team. Um, I just I like my my three RBs, and then my three main receivers are all solid, and I can trust. Uh, and my quarterback will be a top seven guy, so I do like my team. I think I'd put myself in one of the top fours just off of just off of quick glances. Yeah, I would agree. All right, next week, what, what do you want to start with? We'll do division breakdowns. What, what mm. you Let, let's leave the NFC North for last. Okay, I was going to say, we either have to end or start with them. Uh, let's just start with the uh, – let's start with the, the AFC East. Let's get the, the probably the best division in the NFL. Boom. AFC East next week. We'll do our, we'll do our predictions. Same thing. If you guys are, have been around long enough to hear us last year, did the same, uh, same routine last year. We're doing fantasy relevant players where we think they're going to what uh what spot we think they're going to go in what uh what the order of the standings are going to be all that good stuff complete breakdown so tune in for that the next few, next couple months all right well we will see you next week probably wednesday again back to our normal routine um but yeah until then have a great weekend and make sure to continue listening and watching on tiktok and instagram and what are those ads anthony at the kneel down nice and easy Perfect. We will see you next week. See you guys.